podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Little Ericsson, yeah. Ah, turn up. Flip this money, then we stack it up. Hello, welcome back to episode 12, I believe, of the Shorts Podcast. Thank you for everyone that positive feedback. The last one I did with David Kalecci on the housing market, more of like the macroeconomic side. It's not as daunting as it sounds, trust me. We've got quite a lot of good feedback. I'm back with Kalecci again today. What's good, Kalecci? Yeah, how's things? Good to be back. Not bad, not, not bad, not bad. My voice is a lot better than it was last time. But yeah, um, I wasn't doing a podcast this week. Uh, it was Easter Sunday. I was very busy. I was eating plenty of, of food at my mum's house. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but obviously, something a bit mad happened during the week in the political world. Yeah. So, for those that do not know, and if you don't know, shame on you. Um, Theresa May, our current Prime Minister, who took over from David Cameron, announced basically like a shock election. So, she announced there's going to be a, an election in two, no, no, in basically two months in, on June the 8th. I'm sure some of you are thinking, well, do you have an election not too long ago? Yeah, um, I'm under our kind of quite loose constitution. We don't really have like a written one. Um, you can call an election pretty much within a, what, a five-year period. It has to be every five years, right? Every five Imagine. years, yeah. Yeah, but, so um, I think first, I think first to start off with, just kind of give like, the listeners kind of like a, a kind of like a brief and basic breakdown of our political system. So we have six hundred and fifty constituencies. Yep. In the UK, so that's so they each each of them have a seat. So if you think of your local borough, if you're a Londoner, or your area, if you if you live in the barbaric land that is <laughs> outside of London. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Well, wow, wildlings. Anyway, <laughs> the wildlings outside the wall. Okay, they would give, yeah, so, give them more respect. For <laughs> yeah, so let's say you're from the um, local borough of um, local borough, London borough of Lambeth. That's a constituency. You have your MP, and how it happens is that let's say you've got all the parties. So you've got Green Party, Labour, Lib Dems, UKIP, BMP, Christian Party, Conservatives, etc., and Independents. You have a variety of candidates. So let's say thirty percent of the candidate, uh, percent of the votes go to Labour, thirty-five percent go to uh, Tories, and the rest are split between everybody else. Whoever has the most votes wins. So it's a system called first past the post. Yeah. So essentially, which I, there's a problem with this because you can have a um, constituency where the winning member gets 20% of the vote. Yep. 80% of people voted against, technically voted against that candidate. Because they have more votes individually than other parties, they win. So that's what happens. And how our political system works is that the ruling party kind of needs a majority. So currently Labour, have, I mean, Conservatives have a majority. That means they have more members of parliament mm. than any other group. Enough that if everyone votes on their side, they can pass a law. So if they wanted to do a law saying, I don't know, if you wear boot cuts, you get fined fifty pounds from the police. <laughs> they get their chief whip. They get a chief whip, mm-hmm. who's a person who basically makes sure everybody in the party votes one way. And people will do this because let's say you're on the backbenchers, so you're basically the little man. You're the small boys of the party. Yeah. One, they're hoping to be part of the cabinet or maybe prime minister or have like one of those big boy jobs, 
you're going to vote in line. So you have you've shown signs of loyalty, so you can move up your career. Because politics is a career, whether you like it or not. So yeah, so that's what that's the um, the the long and short of it. So yeah, Theresa May, she's called an election. So although you you'll be voting for your local MP, whoever has the most votes will be the prime minister. So yeah. Kletcher, what do you think about this power move from Theresa May? I think it's a really smart move. It's quite simply, in my opinion, the most rational move that she could have made. Um, if you see the recent polls at the moment... Something that's 21 like, points ahead. Like yeah, so it's like... It's all in her favour. And obviously she must have had all of her cabinet ministers and advisors telling her this is the time to, um, to really step on next of the Labour Party with yeah obviously with um the Labour Party so disunited and obviously with the them trying to overthrow Corbyn last year in a sense after the referendum result. Labour has never been in a lower position in in a long time. So it makes sense for the likes of um May to, to call the snap election. Um because she knows that also, when you, when you have Brexit in mind, this is going to be a, a, a an election that is dominated by Brexit. The whole notion of Brexit is going to be the main premise of everything. And obviously that is where, in some ways, Corbyn is kind of dis- at a disadvantage. Because I, I wrote um, a couple of tweets on it. Um, and on my own thinking on it as well. It's that no matter who was the opposition leader, whether it was Corbyn, whether it was a Tony Blair, whether it was anyone else, it was not really possible because the country will be, for it was not really possible for that person to, for that opposition leader to win because the country is already invested really with Theresa May, um, showing her leadership qualities over the last two months or so, three months or so, um, with the, the corn hard Brexit, which, in my opinion, we don't know how that's going to go in, in the long run, but in my opinion, it could be a bad thing as well at the same time. But at least, at, the perception is the public see that Theresa May is showing balls, courage and strength. And with all of that, the, the perception is of the public going to see her as obviously the rightful person to lead UK through um, through Brexit um, for Corbyn, um, he's gonna just try and find a way through crook cr- or crack, just in every single way with all his uh, problems that's going in in his own party as well. So find every single maneuver, which I don't think is possible for someone as let's say um, nice as he is in his personality, but in terms of getting what needs to be done, I don't think he has that about him in terms of his personality, in terms of his charisma. He's charismatic in his own way, but I don't know whether he's charismatic enough to win an election, especially it's an election an, an election that is so against him. So Yeah, cool. I don't think Corbyn has a chance. Um, I think um, Theresa May was on, she's clearly been watching the House of Cards. Like, she's... <laughs> He's on a Frank Underwood, like, or Claire, Claire Underwood, should we say. Yeah. She's moving her strategy because they're so far ahead in the polls. So, for those who don't know, polls kind of like are like kind of like an um, indication on 
what their, st- their stat geeks think, how they think the lecture will go. And the gap between her and Corbyn is so wide. Obviously, yeah. last year, the Labour Party tried to, you know, dash Corbyn at the house, be like, no, nah, like, I must... Which doesn't, to me, doesn't make any sense. Like, the fact that your party are trying to get rid of you, 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 should, you should really be there. Anyway, um, now, with Brexit, obviously, Labour on the side of Remain, obviously, yeah. some Conservatives... I think Theresa May was on the side of Remain, actually. Yeah. But um, some Conservatives were on the side of Leave. Obviously, the country overwhelmingly voted for Leave. Yeah. Now, Theresa May has been on this hard Brexit, so she's doing, quote-unquote, what the public wants, you feel me? And obviously, there's them minor victories like signing a £2 billion, two billion flipping, um, pound trade off with India, which means absolutely nothing, nothing compared really, to the really. size of trade of the EU, EU blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she comes across as stern and active. And for her, like, it's, I think calling the early election benefits her as well as the country in two ways. Okay, so it benefits her that it's a guaranteed victory. So the only way, even though Conservatives work are comfortably have a comfortable lead over Labour currently in the House of Parliament, and they're probably going to win even more seats, yeah. I think the latest figures suggest that they're going to nick another 90 seats with Labour losing number 52, which is kind of wild. Um, Even if they're comfortably ahead, I think, let's say she went on a normal um, election, what's it called, um, cycle, in terms of the years in between. If the Brexit negotiation went wrong, that could be enough to shorten the gap. You see what I'm saying? I think that was the only thing that can give Labour a chance of winning because obviously that's the fate of the whole country and the whole and that's one thing the whole country are actually paying attention to for me. Yeah. And and I think in terms of that's for for her personally, so it kinda of guarantees her actually having legitimate um, prime minister um, uh, prime minister um, what's it called um, term. Yeah. And in terms of Brexit for the country as a whole, I think it puts the UK in a slightly more stronger position in terms of negotiating because yeah. let's say she was still going into negotiations without actually having a mandate of being an elected prime minister, the Europeans may think, hmm, if the terms ain't really what they what they're looking for, they're thinking, sure, yeah, we don't even have to negotiate this one. Let's just delay it because she might get voted out and maybe we'll get more cooperation yeah. of, of somebody yeah. else. You feel me? So I think she is right in the terms of like this. They need this election to kind of give them a better yeah. chance of negotiating in the within the next two years. After she's triggered, um, after they've triggered Article Fifty. Yeah. Go on, Yeah, I mean, I also, I also felt like if if Corbyn had, let's say, if she didn't call the snap election in June and left it till twenty twenty for the next general election to come around, really and truly as well, I really, and if Corbyn was still the opposition leader, I think yeah. he would have found. Some way, if to galvanize some support, because bear in mind, uh, no, man. Bear in mind, think, people, think, let, let me let me let me let me let me let me land. Let me land. Let me land. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I like Jeremy Corbyn. I think he's a fantastic human being. Oh, bro. Let me let me let me. I know. Obviously, you're the economist. So you. Let me let me land. 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 I'm actually blocking no, but hippie, tree hugger. Far from, far from. No, I'm, I mean, um, he's a, he's a nice guy, but obviously you have to look at it as well Sir? in terms of in terms Sir? of is he able to lead the country? It's not an outset of things; it doesn't look possible. Also, a lot of his economic policies, you could argue, it seems 
arrow of a, uh, could argue is a bit of a fairy tale uh, thing as well. But at the same time, you have to also look at it. Well, there was no elect snap election. That would have been 10 years of austerity. How that would play on the the public's perception on, on, on the Conservative Party would have, would have been... Because that's probably the longest the country has gone through that type of uh, uh, um, measure. Can I, can I come back to that point? Yeah, go Austerity, on. okay, for those who don't know, austerity is basically when... Okay, as I said before, I said it on quite a few pods, so if you've been listening, you're like, yeah, I know this. If you haven't, then shame on you. You should, you should be listening. But um, governments, uh, there's a thing called fiscal policy. So governments, as we know, governments receive money via taxation, like um, corp- uh, corporation tax, VAT, income tax, etc. And then obviously the government spends spends money on things like infrastructure, war, whatever, whatever it may be. So um, fiscal policy is when, so if you've got expansion fiscal policy, that's when the government's looking to expand or grow the economy. So they spend they spend more money, and then you could get contracts actually when they kind of like stop spending as much money in that's the most layman terms I could do it that yeah. I can um, explain it to you so austerity is when the government reduces its spending because it's, it's it's an attempt to you know kind of balance the books type of thing but austerity is bad for the economy because the less money the government spends and invests in the economy the worse it is for people and then you're seeing people who work in a public sector that's increase in like jobs being lost which is obviously not good for the economy so of course this is bad things for the economy but I feel like as I said on a couple pods ago and I think no that's like pod number 007 is that people can feel austerity they can feel the rising living costs mm. they can feel the stagnated wages but they don't know exactly what it is and that's you know the problem and that so, is, that so is, that's, that's where the problem that's lies conservatives are prospering yeah, that's why uh, conservatives are prospering because they're flipping it on immigrants they're saying course, oh it's that, immigrants fault and blah, that, blah 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 that's why Brexit is the key yeah so I don't, I don't I don't even think I don't even think that the, the continuous austerity will play such a big factor because I think Brexit will be so Over, overwhelming, be so heavily right? pushed into the agenda. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I'm agree with you. It's a big thing. Yeah. But and, and I don't think Corbyn's savvy enough. And my problem with Corbyn is that the guy is delusional. Like I think the Conservatives are evil, but I think the guys I think I hate I think I personally I think I despise delusional people more than evil people. Like I don't know why. It's yeah. just a pet it's just a pet yeah, hate. It, like, it, it doesn't have to show. Like for example today he announced um was it today or yesterday um talk about how they want to increase the taxation for people earning above 70k um most people say yeah that's good they make a lot of money no first of all you're, that's going to help shrink the middle class the middle class is shrinking as it is mm. people the people who the top two percent mm. of earners in terms of income pay a massive chunk of course yeah of government tax receipts and i think it was in in places like france Etc. Where there's quite a lot of economic studies that show that once you start to increase the tax rate to a certain level, government tax receipts and the money they actually retrieve goes down because one, the incentive to earn more has decreased because you're gonna get taxed more, mm. and two, these people are savvy enough to get find ways new, to not get taxed. Loopholes, right? Yeah, to find loopholes. Yeah. As you, for example, you got people like Amazon or Google mm. who are paying pennies, Starbucks pennies on tax because mm. they've got that accountants are on job, you feel me? Mm, so mm, mm. I feel like the problem with Corbyn is that these super-duper 
Gareth Bale left wing politics. They do not bang in this day and age. Okay, let me ask. Let me ask. What could you have done? You can't. You can't. What could you have? What could you use? Could you use the third way type of politics that the likes of Blair has been using for the past? You know the. I think I think even I think even with um, that type of part, I think him as a person, he's probably out of the politicians that I've read anything about. He's probably got the most integrity by a long distance of them. So I don't uh, see Corbyn. him transform. Um, that's Corbyn. Yeah. I don't see him transforming his ideals to a position that enables him to win an election. Yeah, and you even and even this position as well. This position is I don't think anyone can win. At this, you at can't. This, it's not possible. In, 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 especially in this climate, in yeah, this climate where possible. you've got people who are feeling the pinch in their pockets and they don't believe even know. it's the fault of immigrants. It's insane. That's what they believe. But like, we're, we're, it is insane. It's absolutely it's insane. insane. And, 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 and it just shows how much power the, um, right? the quote-unquote right way, so that's the that's the Mkhitaryan side of the political <laughs> spectrum, <laughs> have control over the media because literally I did a podcast on immigration not too long ago. Like you. the data does not back up at any all. of the stigma to immigration. At all. Mm, any of the stigma. But unfortunately that's the propaganda right now, you feel me? So like I feel like Corbyn has no chance on the election. Like everywhere like the Brexit vote, the last election vote, like he has no chance to win this election. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I think it's a very, 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 very it's, it's smart quite, it's recently. Quite... When you look at it from like, if you take a step back, um, you just take a step back and look at it from, let's say, look back for the last year, two years, three years, it's quite, quite uh, funny how the Tories have made such a mess by by of their leadership. Because if you look at it, if you look at it, if you look at the nitty and gritty, Brexit was based over leadership. Um, um, potential of some of his of some of his members. So the Osborns of this world, the Johnsons of this world, the uh, 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 some of the other like Liam Fox as well. There was a period of time, and also Theresa May, but she was a bit of a not in the for, forefront as those three or four candidates. There was a period yeah. of where about a two year period. I, I was watching the news a bit. And I was realizing that a lot of these um, uh, um, 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 members of the, of the Conservative Party were going all across the, the world. In a sense, you saw uh, uh, um, what's his name, the Chancellor uh, David Osborne, going to China, mm. making new deals, and it uh, and it was seen like it was like a test. How would he come out of mm. chi- going to China, making new deals? Because I think Corbyn um, Cameron was going to step down. Apparently, yeah, anyway, yeah, he was. so he's gonna step down. So they were already going through a period where they were testing out certain members of the Cabinet. yeah, and then you saw Johnson going out to New York and he was kind of failing, he was not sending out a good, uh, a good, uh, uh um, of an uh, impression of himself. He was kind of, you know, Liam Fox obviously doesn't have the personality of a, of a and he's not as in, intelligent as a, um, a George Osborne, mm. so they. You could see from there, from there was already some competition vying for for power already, and then obviously that's how politics, that's how politics is. It's quite funny because um, that's why I really we'll get on to how it affects everybody a bit later. But that's why I really implore people to actually 
be involved and you, and you don't legitimately have to go through town halls and stuff yeah. but even if you watch the news read the news write comments on websites tweet tweet about it these people see it because they, they do they do their research so if they know that the people are more clued on they actually have to act different because they know with this information voting is going to change and what do politicians want more than anything is to stay in power because that's how they get paid you feel me and get and obviously uh, get promoted so like i think it's so important that we stay switched on because these people yeah. are doing power moves they're not doing things in the best interest of the, the British of the people yeah public this brexit has come out because of power moves between johnson uh, uh, george Osborne, and cameron yeah that's it and some of the other um, uh, lesser known members of the cabinet that is all it is okay so yeah okay cool. so i wanted to talk about um voting and um one of my friends tried to tell me, like, don't, I'm sometimes I'm too doom and gloom. So, I'm worth, to be, and the funny thing is, you're probably even worse than me, so I'm going to have to try to balance it out. Yeah, but, I'll, um, I'll, I'll try my best not to be too bad, man. Um, I've noticed, like, I've, I've always done polls on voting habits, and ever since, even before polls exist, just seeing um, from my network, because on my Twitter, quite a lot of the people that follow me are within the ages of, like, um, 18 to early 30s. Yeah. tend to be um, living in London various types of ethnic minorities mainly black most people tend to side with Labour yeah. this is from uh, who was it was it um, Mr Mill- Ed Miliband yeah. from Miliband all the way to Corbyn it's that, that the, the, what's it called the, uh, there hasn't been any kind of discrepancies as a support yeah. so what I wanted to talk about is what do you consider when you're voting for what now, do I consider yeah like so um, I'm not, not not you. I'll get on to you later. But okay. I'm saying I'm gonna ask people what do you consider your vote because I do not want to. I'm not trying to influence vote. Like sometimes I do try to influence how people think. Yeah. I do try to influence people to kind of my ideas of economics. But in terms of voting, I think that's quite a democratic thing. Yeah. And I think that's something that's very specific to the individual. So for example, I vote when I vote. I vote. Okay, who's going to be best for the economy? Probably yeah. due to my background in economics. Yeah. But I think there's like a there's like quite a few type of um, sections that people fall into when they're voting. So they either vote for the, like, the country as a whole. I do it in terms of the, uh, economics. Yeah. Some people vote for personal interest. So that's like the well-being and finances of their fa- themselves and their family. Yeah. Some, pe- some people vote like in terms of identity politics. So like if it's like a black candidate, I vote for a black candidate. Or I feel like this party... It's good for the working class or for ethnic minorities, or I feel like it's good for the upper class, blah blah blah. Yeah. And some people vote in terms of like morality, etc. Like I want to implore people not to be tribal. Just because your parents voted Labour, you've always voted Labour, and everybody else already voted Labour. Don't vote Labour. Think about what matters to you, because what matters to you may be economics. What matters to well, you may be we haven't even discussed- how it affects your family. You sorry, sorry to interrupt there, um, but we haven't even discussed about Lib Dems themselves as well. They're still. Part of this, uh, no, 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 Ever since they, <laughs> I think if Dems, if Dems were, if Dems were putting in work, they'd be right. I was going to look at their policy, policies. I was like, John, these policies are all right. I was so close to voting for them. When they made a coalition with David Cameron, yeah, and Conservatives, uh, I tweeted, they have set their party back thirty years because they will never be trusted again. Yeah. And the next election, they got smashed to pieces, smashed to pieces. So. We don't talk about them, them, them tango man there. Crappy orange ties, man. Forget <laughs> Lib Dems. I ain't got time for them. <laughs> don't have time for Lib Dems. 
the Green Party as well. The Green Party is the most jazz party ever. Yeah. Ever. I'm going to tweet, I'm going to tweet a clip of, in the last election, on radio when it asks, um, I think, I think it was a lady, I can't remember her name, she was the um, leader of the Green Party, when they asked her to explain her policies, how she's going to pay for them, it oh, was, it was I remember, it I was, remember, it, yeah. It, it was it was horrendous. She, she couldn't speak. She didn't have a, she Ask didn't me. have an economic policy in a sense, basically, of how to is how she how she fund everything. She, I don't know. Maybe she thought that this was this was GTA where you could do money cheap. <laughs> and pay for everything. Uh, oh gosh, I, I man. But yeah, but um, even if one of the Green Party and it suits you, like I don't go, I'll insult you in a nice way. But if that's how it aligns with your morality, or it's in your family's best interest, or you your best interest, personal yeah. best interest. If you if you're voting on just are you NHS matters to you, so you're gonna vote for who does the best money cares. I mean, education like don't don't be don't be don't be bamboozled. Don't feel pressure. Don't like do not vote. Just like it's a very important thing. Your vote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. You may be in certain areas where your vote may not make much of a difference because you're in a Labour stronghold or Conservative stronghold, but. I think it's also important to vote because I believe that if you vote, you have a right to complain. You see what I'm saying? If you vote, if you've taken part in a democratic process, you have a right to complain. If you didn't vote, I feel like your right to complain is diminished because unless you are doing putting in work in terms of going to town halls, writing to MPs, all type of stuff, you've taken no part in a political process. You want to complain about the outcome? I, I don't have time. That's what happened during, <laughs> happen during the Trump election. They were... Like, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> people, yeah, were yeah com- people complaining and they took no part in the political process. It's like, take time. Like, yeah. you got you got to be involved. It's like, imagine, that's like, that's like, I don't know, like, let's say you're at home, yeah? yeah. You've taken no part in the stew. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't blend pepper, you haven't put Maggie into it, nothing. But then you want to be doing a hell of criticism afterwards. Like, imagine me coming to criticize my mum's stew. She'll slap me one time before me. Like, yeah. you got, you got, you get what you put in sometimes. But yeah, like, back to the point. Yeah. Please do, especially black people, do not just vote for Labour because you think that they're the best for black people or you think that they care about black people more because the bottom line is a lot of politicians come from the same class, the same background, the same schools. Yeah, they may be slightly more left of this fugazi political spectrum, slightly more right. I don't believe in political spectrums because I don't understand how one side could reflect a human being's views on everything. It doesn't make, it's not efficient to me. Like, how could one one part of the spectrum be right about economics, uh, social issues, social issues, uh, science, religion? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, the law of averages says no. But, yeah, just because um, a politician is on one side of the political spectrum does not mean that they know you or your community well enough. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let these people earn... earn let, let these people earn it. Do you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, I really implore you to think about how what matters you're voting. Do not feel bad. Don't think, okay, if you think the Conservatives are good for your pocket or good for your family's pocket and you vote for them, do it with your chest. Nobody can tell you nothing. But at the end of the day, what matters to you the most is your family's welfare and income. If you think, okay, cool, I believe Labour are best for my community, my local area, or best for um, immig- um, migrants, I'm East European and they more migrant-friendly than Conservative, but cool, do your thing. If you feel, oh, the Liberal Democrats have the best economic policy 
or I think they've got the best policy on university and I've got kids that want to go to university or university, I'm a university student, I know how it feels, do that. But please, the information is out there for you. Like You can find out if who, how many people Chris, Chris Brown is running down in the streets like that. Like, if Drake, Drake had a, um, Drake had a, um, a madness yesterday, and people find all types of information. But this, this, you, can, you, you can spare a couple minutes to go and find the, the manifestos or what these parties are about. And if you don't know, tweet me, and I'll be happy to help. Or tweet Kalechi, yeah. he's fifty-five letter Twitter. He'll be happy to help as well. But uh, yeah, go on, Kalechi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is just the day and age we live in, isn't it? It's like um, mm. we're we're fighting a battle of of where we focus our attention. Yeah, there's so much going on. It's so difficult. much going on. When, when you have apps where you see a funny video on the left that mm. is, is taking the uh, there's memes of, of Kevin Durant and um, and mm. uh, and uh, what's his name Draymond uh, Draymond Green and then there's some complete threads talking about the economic situation in the UK. Obviously, you, you're gonna go with what it's not gonna be easy for you to you know. Yeah. Going for fast food, you rather go for fast food uh, uh, than going home and, and and there's rice at home. It's it's not it, obviously the rice at home. You're bored of it, and it's, it's going to be difficult for you to take. But it's the most important. There's a reason why it's difficult because it's the most important. It's the most severe part of 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 of, of what's going on right now. You can't just look at what is happening on the news and just ah, oh, it's just politics. Someone else will solve it. You are also yeah. part of the political process. Political process, yeah. not just about what is happening on the news, what is happening in, on, on the TV, what is happening amongst people that you would never think you would never meet. Politics mm. is just your on your relations between another human being. That is what politics is. Even discussing it at home with your family, discussing what you guys think about, that is politics. Um, and the thing is, people do care about politics. They just don't care enough. Uh, for example, when is election year, everyone's talking about politics. Yeah. Last year, everyone was talking about Trump and Hillary. A lot of jazz, a hell of a lot of jazz, yeah. we're still talking about it. So we know it matters, but for us, we clock on, we clock on too we're late. We're too passive. We're, we're, we're definitely too we passive. We clock on too and, late. And, and, we and clock also, on too late. And also, I don't, and I think with the opportunities we have now, I can understand if you were passive 20 years ago. I could understand then. But now we have, the, we have so much potential, we have so much technology at the grasp of our hand. We can go to any resource, type in any resource, and we can have logs, backlogs, different, comp- you know, of, of information of what we need to know at the palm I, of our I, hands. I, I, do, I do think the problem is like how the information is delivered. Because obviously, no, no, that's, that's it's like yeah, but like, that's obviously that's why we're here. So we're yeah. trying to make it as down, um, as easy as a downloadable, you know, as <laughs> as digestible no, as, as possible. Do you get what I'm trying to say? It's just like we have to focus. I'll, I'll become more active in how we look at politics, you know, it's, it's, and economics in some, in some some ways like, as well. It, 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 like, and I know everyone's got time constraints. Like, you always choose entertainment above everything. Lord knows I do. Like, I was watching football before I do this podcast. You feel me? Like, <laughs> it's not a no, it's a no brainer to me. Football politics, politics. By the end of the day, we all have to walk and live in this life. Like, as I was saying before, our cost of living higher than ever. Higher than ever, gas up thirty percent, electricity up forty percent, train prices up twenty five percent, rents up twenty percent, twenty five percent in London. But our wages are are big. Our wages are declining at one of the fastest rates in the world. Not just in 
not just in developed countries, in the in terms of the countries that recorded data, we have one of the worst um, increase, um, growth rates in terms of um, real um, real wages. Yeah, our, our cost of living is going up, so the money that's coming out of our account is going up. The money coming to our account is going down. We, if we do not do something, we are screwed. Like I'm sure you young people are thinking, how am I going to own a house? That's politics. Because there's certain policies that our governments can put in place that we talked spoke about last week that can make a change to that. See what I'm saying? Or some of you are thinking, ah, oh, I've got little brothers and sisters. I'm not sure if they really want to go uni because uni is like nine, nine bags. Well, for those that know, it's nine, nine bags. It's nine thousand, nine thousand pounds. Times that by three, that's twenty-seven k. And you add maintenance loan on top of that, it could be upwards of forty, fifty thousand pounds yeah. debt. That came, that came by. Via politics, there was a vote. There was a legislation that uh, Labour, put, I mean not Labour, Conservatives put forward back by the coalition of um, Liberal Democrats, and that got pushed through. To be fair, like, to be fair, Labour was the ones that in, that inputted that were the one that implemented this uh, fee for yeah, 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 which which also which also had its own negatives, but that's a story for another day. Yeah. But like these six hundred and fifty people essentially decide our fate. Yeah. We put them there. They cannot be there without us. If we don't vote for them, they are not there. So we pay their wages. <laughs> we we are their boss, but we don't act like their boss. Yeah. We we act like we act like they are that they are our, our bosses. I don't know why I can't speak. <laughs> so we need it's it's actually imperative. Like there is hope. It's not all doom and gloom. If, especially the younger generation, even though there's not as much of us as the say, older generation, but we're more tech-savvy than our parents, our aunties, our uncles, our granddads, our grandmas, etc. If the information we get, we can relay to our parents. Like, I've definitely spoken to her. I've spoken to my parents. My mom, my mom's quite... She's a, she's a proper Yoruba woman, so she's finished one thing. She's going to tell me she's going to shout it. And eventually, I'll have to, you know, let her know levels. And then, she, oh, okay, I totally agree with you. So it's cool. But, like, <laughs> you feel me? But, like, we have the power to, like, also influence the older generation. Like, yeah. you can you can receive information and you can spread it to your brothers, your sisters who may be able to vote, your aunties, your uncles, your friends, your family, etc. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there is hope. But the hope comes from a little bit of work. And it's not that hard. It really is not hard. All you need to do, if you're on social media, you'll follow BBC News. They'll yeah. tweet stories, you look at it, boom, that's done. Yeah. So, so you'll see a little bit of information, a little bit of information. Follow things like, follow follow some, there may be some tweets that you know, they tweet about politics, and they'll pull it in a way that you will understand. Like Kelechi, for example. You see what I'm saying? Like, So once you have, it, the more information you have, the better decision you can make. For example, if I do not know nothing about cars, I'll go into a car, um, in a car showroom, what happens? I get finesse. I'll go buy one micro and I'll, and I'll pay some stupid rate on it. But if I go with, let's say, my friend who's a mechanic or my brother who's a car fanatic, um, the deal I'll get will be completely different because I have more information. That's the same thing with voting. Yeah. And if, and then, trust me, they will know. I'll, Politicians will know that okay, cool. We're dealing with a different electorate. 
these people have a bit more information. So the way they'll behave will be different. Because remember, as I always say, incentive affects behavior. We have to learn if, from Brexit for sure. We have to learn from what happened. We have to learn from what happened during the Brexit referendum. Yeah, yes. because quite a lot of people are like, oh my God, Brexit. Like a lot of people, imagine, imagine towns that have a low migrant population are voting for Brexit because they feel like migrants are taking their jobs. Do you know how nuts that is? Yeah. yeah. Do you know how nuts that is? But we are living in an age of missing information and fake news. I know. As, 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 I know. As the that's another report. thing. So. That's another thing. I'm yeah. sure we're all doing history or, or English, all them subjects, especially history, we'll talk to critique sources. Yeah, Think about. Yeah. Think about, okay, if it's, okay, who's, who's giving this information? What is their angle likely to be? What's in their best interests? Is there, is there data to back up what they're saying? I think mean, that's the most key one. Is there data yeah. to back up what they're saying? A lot of people talk a lot of stuff, they don't put any sort of evidence to back it up. And then if you see something, go and check it. For example, looking back to the Drake thing yesterday, like I saw my um, social media and my group chat looks about the whole Drake thing uh, by him and some girl, pregnancy or something. Like me, personally, when it comes to that type of stuff, I have no interest. Yeah. All I care yeah. about is you being on my iTunes, it's just a song fire. Okay, cool. It's not. Nah, and even it. now, Drake yeah. is not even that. To be fair, he's not even that. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, he, he, his album sounds like a rave CD. So remember, <laughs> CDs DJs give you after rave. That's what it sounds yeah. like. But anyway, yeah. So apparently, this girl is just pregnant. Blah blah. Everybody believed her. Then it comes out the next day that she was like, but everybody believed her. Yeah. But if you did, we like, why do why do people believe what they see straight away? If I see something, I go check it out. Sometimes I have an opinion, then I go check it out. If, the, if there's evidence that backs up my opinion, cool, I double down. Yeah. If it doesn't, I rethink my opinion. 100%. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, so uh, before we go, um, I'm going to say, so who, 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 do you, who do you see yourself waiting for? That's uh, a very good question. In June. Um, I know you're not very flat hippie, bro. Don't lie. I mean, for, that, for, that. for the interest of the country, you have to, if you look at it, it depends what you're looking at, isn't it? Interest of the country, the situation that we're in now, this this really um, important situation. <sighs> Theresa May would lo- obviously look like the likely candidate for me to vote for, um, and the most logical one in a sense because <clears throat> you ne- we need we need their in a sense her strong stewardship as she is already shown. Unfortunately, she's already shown to <clears throat> me. I don't want to come off as a partisan or anything like that, but. She's already shown to me that um, she's she's strong in a sense, and she has got the necessary mat- uh, minerals to to maneuver um, Britain to a quite decent position when it comes to with, with regards to Brexit. Obviously, my heart is telling me Corbyn. I've um, met him in person. He's a lovely man. He's couldn't ask for couldn't ask for a better person to represent in terms of his humility. As someone that's completely mm. different to look at, I don't want to use Trump as an example or Bernie Sanders, but look at those guys are rising to prominence because of their their alternate um, 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 perception of how yeah. they let themselves be um, um, being seen by the public, um, and their genuine their genuine aspect. You see Corbyn, you meet him on the road, he shakes your hand, he doesn't, he's such a nice person, but that's not going to win you. That's not in times of really. You know, important times. You need someone that is going to pull you through. And uh, at the moment, it's 
I've never thought I would say this in my lifetime. And uh, at the moment, I'm swaying a bit to me. But I will see. I'll see how Corbyn... Um, um, I will obviously, I'm, I'm egging him on to try... For, this is basically his career is leading up to this. Everything he's done in his career is leading up to this big moment. You know, he's been in politics yeah. for 40 years, 30 years. Yeah, I think, I think he's going to lose badly and resign next but day. Let's see what he's but, got. Um, let's see. If he, if he seems to find a way to sway everyone's hearts and minds, why not? But we have to look uh, at I, I, necessities. I, I, I doubt it, man. Like, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, no, he ain't no, he ain't no Casanova, bruv. Like, <laughs> he ain't going to be able to twang everybody. But um, I do know for a fact I'm not voting for Corbyn um, in terms of like his economic policies make me want to vomit like it just makes me sick to my stomach as a person yeah he's, he seems like a decent person but no I can't I can't vote for somebody who has absolutely no understanding of economics and I don't and I really don't like people who try to instead of trying to equate but, opportunities can, to try to equate outcomes you but, can't equate outcomes but can I ask some people make bad can I, can I ask do you think I don't want to come off as really because uh, I want to make it as neutral as I can but do you think the toys have somewhat of an understanding of economics themselves? No, but their be- their understanding is marginally better than the, um, well, this current, um, um, what's her name? Oh, sorry, Theresa May. Yeah, because in my opinion, uh, her, in my opinion, her, 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 um, her what's called economic policies aren't as nuclear as Jeremy Corbyn's. Yeah. But, but, I'm not, but that's not to say I'm going to vote for May. For example, I was, um, a boy sent me this um, picture of like a, what, um, what Theresa May has um, her voting habits. So nine ninety eight, she voted against equalizing the age of consent. In two thousand, wow. she voted against the repeal of Section twenty eight, legislation that banned the promotion of homosexuality by local government and schools. In two thousand one, she voted against gay couples jointly adopting children. Yeah, you have to remember. Two thousand two, she yeah. voted against gay couples join, join <laughs> again. Two thousand four, she did not attend Parliament for any four votes that led to gender recognition acts. Yeah. 2008, she voted in favour of the of the defeated bill, which said that IVS rights should require a male role model effectively discriminate against lesbian fertility rights. Yeah. In 2010, her first act as Home Secretary was to ensure public bodies no longer have to actively reduce in inequality. In 2015, she stated it is impossible to build a cohesive society where there's a large amount of immigration. And in 2016, she states UK should withdraw from the European Convention of Human Rights, regardless of the Brexit. Yeah, you, have, you, so, have to, you have to remember she was she was a, she's a daughter of a, of a bishop. So yeah, yeah, mind, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not stick my opinion on those things because I don't have time for any of of anybody coming to give me wahala. Like you're not giving me enough wahala as it is. <laughs> so um, <laughs> you feel me? But um, yeah, that's just to give the people like she's quite a stern. Yeah. right wing type person it, it, and that's not a candidate that I'll vote for anyway so yeah. I don't want to not vote but I'm struggling it's, like, it, I, it I is the, definitely oh, I'm man. 100% not voting for Corbyn it's like it's I'm like probably 90% not voting for Theresa May Liberal Democrats no UKIP no <laughs> so at the moment I'm, I don't think I want to vote but I want to be able to complain so I might vote just like a complaint, but yeah, I might spoil my ballot paper. I'm starting, like to, I'm starting to see now how, how the Americans feel like last year. It must, uh, yeah, it must. Uh, oh man, this is insane. It was like voting for death via um, being burnt alive or death via being tortured. Strike. Like, yeah, either way, you 
you were pretty screwed. MLB, you know. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Plexi, thank you for joining me on this no podcast. Problem, um, no problem. Listeners, please hit us up with any sort of political questions because it's very important that we get political done. Even if you feel the questions are dumb, the fact that you're asking the question, um, even if it's something really ridiculous, I'm not gonna think that you're stupid or anything. I'm actually gonna be, I'm actually gonna be impressed that you're actually taking attempting to take part on something that's not natural to most of us. You feel me? Like this is important, especially our generation. If we can kind of get into the mindset of being actively involved in politics, then the younger generations behind us will, and that will just limit the way we are getting finessed out of our socks by the government and the big multinational corporations, the banks, and everybody that's just fleecing us. Fleecing us dry. But yeah, Kletchi, thank you for joining me, bro. No problem, man. All right, cool. But yeah, and oh yeah, before we go... Please, please, please. I don't even say please sometimes. I hate being a bag. But yeah, if you follow this podcast on your iTunes or the, uh, the podcast app on your iPhone, if you just search Deucenomics, please write a cheeky review, drop a young five stars. It helps um, me shoot up whatever chart I am. I'm probably like number 5051 or something like that. But the higher it is, the more likely people are to see it. And yeah, I'd be eternally grateful. If you if you if you're listening on SoundCloud, please follow me on SoundCloud so it just comes straight to your feeds. And yeah, let your, tell a friend to tell a friend. But yeah, thank you for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.